You know, there's a special mojo that's felt during those moments when human beings genuinely share who they are. When you see a songwriter who deeply believes and has lived the words that they're singing, it's the kind of magic that hushes a noisy room or sends shivers down your spine. I'm here to explore just that. What is it exactly that makes that kind of magic moment happen? Greetings, folks. My name is Michael Averill, and this is the Write Songs You Love podcast. Well, welcome back, my friends. It is lovely to be here with you for the next edition of Write Songs You Love. And it is me solo today. Last couple of weeks, I've had some amazing guests. And I know I've heard from a number of you that their messages and their stories resonated deeply with you. So thank you for sharing that. And and that's really great to hear because I love to bring people on who are speaking to topics that maybe don't come up so much, you know, topics of the the inner critic that can stop us from songwriting sometimes or just sometimes when we feel we need a break or a recharge and need to step away or all of this stuff, whatever, all of these things that sometimes can get in the way of us actually just writing songs that feel like us, writing songs that we ultimately love for all the reasons that we cover here. So super thrilled to have the guests that we've had on. And I'm going to say something about that a little bit later, but I just want to make a comment briefly about just story in general. So last week, I actually went traveling for the first time in quite a while, actually out of the country. I went to San Francisco to visit some friends and family, and I hadn't been on a plane for a while, so that was I was actually kind of nervous about it for just getting out of that rhythm of doing something like that. But it was great. It was super smooth. Everything travel-wise was awesome. But the main reasons of, of going down there were to visit some, some pals, some here in this community that you have heard on this podcast, uh, one by the name of Cinder Ernst and one by the name of Dana Halle. I got to hang out with them in person. And I got to tell you one particular thing that I love about this community is there's a lot of you I've actually never met in person or in 3D, <laughs> as I like to say now. And getting to do that more and more and more and more is just such a gratifying experience. And it's just so cool to share time and spend time together. So yeah, if you're ever in the neighborhood of Kelowna, BC, and you're coming through for whatever reason, be sure to drop a line and I'd love to hang out. Otherwise, there's a whole other group that I have been working with pretty intensively over the last almost three years, I should say. Uh, particularly in the last year. And I've had some of the people from that group come on to this podcast as well. And I'm talking about the storytellers. So we've had Bernadette Jiwa, who is the creator of the Story Skills Workshop and, and an organization in a community called Story Republic. And that's a place that I love hanging out in and working on stories with a couple other friends that have been on here, like Rumi Suchihashi and Michelle Spencer. Both of them came on and spoke. And in the future, we'll have to get some more storytellers, but a whole bunch of them that I regularly connect with actually live in San Francisco. So when I went down, I met up with them in person, and that was amazing. So one of the goals that we had in doing that, other than 
hanging out and just getting to spend time together is we all wanted to go to an event called The Moth. And I think I've talked about The Moth before, but if you're unfamiliar with it, The Moth is a national, mostly in the States, but international as well. They have pockets in the UK and Australia. It's a storytelling organization that really kind of originally built up out of someone's living room, similar to like the workshops that I do. (laughs) And it just grew and grew and grew, and it became this platform where people come together, mostly in the States, like I said, in the major big cities. There's usually one, sometimes multiple locations that happen about once a month where people can come, put their name in a hat, and if they're drawn, they get to tell a story, a personal story, five minutes long. You're not allowed to read anything. You just have to tell tell the story from your experience. You can't tell somebody else's story. That's not the point. But every every night has a theme and 10 speakers get to share their stories. So I learned a lot about this organization through taking this story skills workshop because they use those as examples. And if you just type in the moth into YouTube or even just go to their website, you can see some of these videos of people telling stories and they're really, really good and diverse and all over the map. So when I found out about that, I thought, oh my gosh, this would be kind of a bucket list item to go and go to an event at one point in time because they don't exist in Canada at this point in time. And if I ever had a chance to tell a story on that stage, how cool would that be? It would That would just be like the cherry on top. So we go down, we decide that all of us are going to at least like work on a story. The theme was hustle and that we were going to make an attempt or at least, you know, have a story ready. It's not guaranteed that you get to tell a story, but when you put your name on this sheet and throw it in a little bag, there's a likelihood, you know, if uh, you can't get picked, if you don't enter your name. So we all worked up to that. We all did that and went to this event. And it was quite a dramatic experience in terms of the way that they run the event. It kind of maximizes the anticipation and anxiety because they only draw one name at a time and the person goes and tells and then they'll draw another name as opposed to like letting everybody know who's going to tell that night. They really ring out the suspense, which is kind of fun. But uh, anyway, I I got to share a story. I actually got picked. I got picked in around the fourth fourth person in, and I got to do my thing, which was a lot of fun and just great to be there with friends and have that experience. So I'm working on the video, or at least uh, they they record it. And sometimes, if the stories fit for whatever they're doing, they put it out onto their Moth Radio Hour which sometimes then adds, ends up on their podcast. I don't know if that'll happen with mine, but I am tracking down the video of my performance. So I'll keep you in, tuned into that. If you want to see that, I'll include that in a future newsletter or I'll post it in the group when that becomes available. But just wanted to say on one level, it's it's great. I hadn't done anything like that where I was just like, oh yeah, this is a real big bucket listy thing and then just went and did it and made it happen. And so if, if that is at all encouraging for you to do the same, if there's something that you've been holding off on, or maybe you could make a little bit of progress on or steps forward on, consider this your encouragement to go do that. <laughs> so 
anyway, being in the story flow there and just in that realm, I got to thinking that it would be kind of fun to do something a little different. Now, those of you who have been here for a while, you know that the teacup challenge comes up a couple of times a year. The main one, the longer one, comes up in January, and then oftentimes there's a summer version. So the more I've had feedback from doing this event more times now is that I'd love to see it happening more often than that. So I thought maybe as an experiment coming up in the near future here that we could do something a little bit different. So yes, there is a kind of short sprint teacup challenge coming up in the first week, I guess it's like first week and a half there of December. I'm going to start this on December 4th. It's going to run from the 4th to the 8th, so Monday to Friday. And if you're unfamiliar with what the heck the teacup challenge is, normally it is a situation where, you know, every morning or whenever you have time to be able to do this, I think morning is kind of ideal when you wake up. In the time it takes you to make and drink a cup of tea, that you just got to write a song, finish a song. And it doesn't have to be like a normal conventional song. It can actually, it's kind of fun to actually try to write shorter songs and just have them say what they need to say in less time. That's that's kind of an aside, but most of the time it's been music-based, write a song in this time, boom, the next day, do a new one. And I have given prompts. Well, I, I do that every time. If you need it, it's not necessary, but if you want something to kind of sink your teeth into right off the bat, it is there, and that's how it has always been. So the bigger teacup challenge is coming, and it will start January 1st in the new year. That's actually when I started this for myself a number of years ago, so it would have been back in 2020 for the very first time. So there's, I love it, especially January 1st falls on a Monday this year, so that's kind of cool. But December 4th to 8th, we're going to do a very short teacup challenge. And I'm going to tell you how this is actually going to be a little bit different. Because one thing with for all you singer-songwriters out there who perform, whether you're doing that on stage, whether you're doing that for your friends, for your family, any way you share songs, there is an opportunity to integrate a story. It doesn't have to be a huge story, but something in a sense that helps or invites or welcomes a listener into what your song is going to give them. And that's a very special thing for a number of reasons. When we tell a story, either verbally, or this can even work if you're posting something online, if you have some real estate there to say something in a message, in a post or a script, even if it's just one line, there is an opportunity there to prep people or excite them or charge them with whatever it is that you're hoping that they receive in this. And so it helps them connect a little bit more. It helps them want to listen a little bit more closely. Uh, and it makes them excited about what they're about to hear. Now, that's on their side. On our side, the performing side, the delivery side, there's something about 
telling the story, even if it's just one line, you are announcing an intention or, like I said, a welcoming, an invitation, something about it to the audience. So not only does it kind of prepare them, it prepares you. When you think about what you're about to say or you prompt it in a certain way, it helps you get into the space of what that song is going to be. And I believe that that changes the way we perform. It helps to take even just, just a moment, it helps ground ourselves in the song and maybe express a little bit more, you know, to feel the song, maybe to play it slightly different. They're, they're very, very subtle things, or maybe not. Maybe they could be super drastic differences, but something to just get in that headspace, that heart space of the song, and then let that happen. And I, I can guarantee that the effects are felt big time and the differences are huge because some if you don't, if you just kind of go, eh, whatever, I'm just in the next song, blah, blah, blah. It, it, it's the kind of thing where you could be thinking about other stuff, you know, like your grocery list or what, how much laundry you got to do while you're playing your song and you can kind of autopilot, which I don't know. I like to, to me, that seems like you're not really delivering the song for yourself and for the people who you're sharing it with. So something about that story kind of hones it in and supercharges it in all good ways. So that's, this is what I'm getting at here is this upcoming teacup challenge is actually going to be story-based. So what I mean by that is that on every day, I'm going to have a prompt and it'll be something a little bit different. I'm not going to tell you what they are right now because that's going to be a surprise. But it's going to be a prompt that actually doesn't have to do with writing a new song. I actually want you to use songs that you already have, but the thing that you're going to write, craft, come up with, think about, whatever, is going to be how you introduce that song. And the challenges or the prompts are going to give you different situations in which you can practice different modes of that. So that is what is coming. It is the Teacup Challenge Story Edition, December 4th, to eighth. So look for that. And if you have any questions, feel free to drop them my way. Either you can send a message through the contact page on writesongsyoulove.com, or if you're in the Facebook group, you can post it under where today's episode is going to be. You can ask questions underneath or send me a message. Either way, there will be more in the next coming weeks before or the coming week before this actually happens. But uh, I want this to be fun. And uh, this is a big experiment because I know stories in general for songwriters aren't something we typically practice all that much. I think you, if you're performing a lot and particularly in spaces where stories are welcome, maybe in quieter spaces uh, like house concerts or listening rooms, Sometimes in the noisy venues like a bar or a pub or whatever, it's harder. Doesn't mean it can't happen, but it just has to kind of change a little bit. So unless you're in those environments doing it regularly, like honestly, do you practice that? Probably not. But if you do, I think that's amazing. It's worth it. It's worth the practice. And it's just 
I don't know, something about storytelling and working on it. It's really reflecting on things that change your life or like how a song was really important to you. And all of that is so rewarding and just increases the whole experience of not only your songwriting, but how you how you deliver your songs. So that's what this is all for. And I'm super pumped to see how this lands for all of you. Because one thing I'd love to see in the Facebook group that we have is I'd love to see more people sharing their songs and particularly the stories behind them and have you use that space as practice. Because <laughs> I do have a rule for the Facebook group where you can't just throw your music in with a link and just say, please like and share. Because it's kind of rude, really. There's 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 a much better way to practice. It's such a great opportunity to do anything but that. Because if you think about it, when you say, please like and share, and you don't even give people a moment to even hear the thing first, it's like, well, how do I know? Why would I like it and share it if maybe I don't like it and I don't want to share it? <laughs> and it's more of like the, maybe I don't connect to it or it doesn't resonate with me and that's fine. But it's it's important not to command people to do something when they even haven't had a chance to to take it in. It's like someone knocking at your door and they have a mysterious box and they say, hey, would you like this and share this with your friends and buy it? And your, your reaction is probably going to be like, what the hell is this? I don't know what's in the box. Like, what's in the box? Why would I? Why would I? <laughs> right? <laughs> so that's kind of what that feels like anytime I see that and it happens all the time. Like it's it's just out there. It's something that we kind of get in the rhythm of because we see lots of people doing it. So this is my challenge to all of you to put yourself out of that box, like to try something a bit different because it really will differentiate the way that your songs land for people. And like I said, welcome them into, be interested into engaging with your song as opposed to be being told and commanded and if that happens they're welcome they feel good about that they're interested they're actually going to have a better experience with your song and at the end of the day probably going to be a lot more likely to share it with their friends or those who are meaningful or important to them and be a big fan or a supporter you know so anyway I know I'm rambling on this, but I can totally rant on this for a long time because it is, it's so important. I've seen how, how much this affects the whole interaction with, with songs and stories. So that's what's coming. Be prepared, as Scar from The Lion King would say. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be a blast. I can't wait to, to dig into this. And I'm familiar with this. I've been studying this for years and years and practicing this for a long time. But in a sense, the second level of the Write Songs You Love program is all about this kind of stuff. It's it's called Share Songs You Love. It's all about stories and how they integrate into songs in the writing, but also the prep and delivery. And even in if you're any of those of you who are making albums or collections of songs, it all integrates. It's it's a it's a fascinatingly fun thing to play with so anyway that's what that's about and i can't wait to do that with you so one other cool bit of exciting news 
is if you look at the photo for today's episode, whether it's in the Facebook group or on the rightsongsyoulove.com website, you're going to see a big teacup. And this teacup has the Right Songs You Love logo on it. And I'm super excited because I've been wanting to do this for a long time to have some cups with this logo that specifically are, you know, for a teacup challenge kind of experience. So I have those now. And one thing that I'm doing right now, or at least until December 1st, some of you who've been following along know that there's this newer level available with the newsletter, particularly the newsletter podcast scenario now that is a a paid membership. And it's a monthly thing, or you can do it yearly, but it's very cost-effective. It's $8 US a month or $80 for the whole year. And what it is, is another layer of depth and opportunity. If you've never taken a workshop, this is something maybe as a cool experience for you to see what it's like to kind of work in real time with the community and me. There's going to be a once a month call included with that where you can show up live, you can hang out, you can share what you're working on, you can ask questions. If you want to start a discussion, we can get into it, whether or not any of these episodes has prompted something that you're like, oh, that person said this, or Chris said that, or Rumi said this, and like, what do you think? What does that actually look like? Then we can get into those discussions and talk about it. Uh, it's also going to be another sweet space where you can meet other songwriters from all over the world. This group has grown to be quite a diverse global community, which I am super thrilled about. So that's another opportunity to just exchange with others in real time. Uh, down the road here, once we hit a certain number of people in, in the community on this level of it, I'm going to actually start bringing in some of these guests that have been on the podcast to show up in real time to come chat with you. Or if you have questions specifically for some of these people that you're going to get chances to actually directly ask them and hear from them in, in person on live through Zoom. So that is coming. And there's also going to be fun stuff there, like inside early information, like say, for example, like early, early teacup challenge prompt notification. So anyone who's on that is going to get all of those prompts ahead of the day where when when it actually starts. So if you want to get a jump on it, you can start prepping. You can that there's going to be things like that coming your way as well as some other fun bonuses and opportunities. But if if you get in there, if you sign up for this before December 1st, your membership will include one of these Right Songs You Love teacups. So that will just be taken care of. So if that is something that you are keen to have and want to be a part of that next level with all that other kind of stuff, that is a sweet bonus that I'm going to include until... December 1st. And so for those of you who have already jumped on board with that, that is coming your way. So watch your mailboxes in the near future. It's en route. And I'll, uh, yeah, I'm just super excited to have have this little piece. I know it's a small thing, but it's kind of cool to have a, a little teacup mug here that has the Right Songs You Love logo on it. And I actually got one for myself. I got the very first one 
and it's 20 ounces. It's huge. <laughs> so that is an option. And, you know, if you're really wanting to squeeze out the amount of time and be exceptionally hydrated or caffeinated, then that size is the cup for you. I, I love huge teacups for that reason predominantly. So that that is out there now. So all of that kind of stuff. And if you want to sign up for that, I'll include the link. But it's really just, you just find the newsletter and it's under the Write Songs You Love Substack. Substack is a newsletter, writer's blog kind of thing, platform where you can, you can do a lot of stuff. But I've been running my newsletter out of that for a couple of years now. And they have this great option to do this kind of thing. So if you just go to that page, and it's, like I said, I'll have a link in the show notes of this and on the webpage and some other places, then it will prompt you with the opportunity to either upgrade, sign up for that membership option, and then we'll go from there. You'll uh, you'll get a little prompt to include your mailing address. And like I said, if it's before the 1st of December, it will come with a Right Songs You Love mug of your size choice. So you, you let me know on that and uh, we'll make it happen. So that's what I wanted to share today. It's super exciting. I'm super jazzed and charged from this trip I just had. And I love getting into story conversations with songwriters. So I'm looking forward to this teacup extravaganza story edition coming up in December. And then finally, one of our former guests who's been on here a couple of times and is just an overall rock star in the community, Diane Barbarash, is going to be doing a concert on December 2nd. And that's going to be part of the monthly Write Songs You Love showcase. So everyone is welcome to come to that. Diane is an amazing songwriter and just, just keeps getting stronger and stronger and stronger every time. And just has some of the coolest ways I've ever heard of, of delivering her music out to her audiences and sharing her stories. So you're going to hear lots more about that. But if you want to show up, look for the event that I will be making soon. And if you don't see that anywhere and you want to come, like I said, drop me a line in any of the places and I'll make sure that you find your way there. All right. I think that's it for today. We'll leave you with a peppy little tune and we'll catch you next time. You see, songs are funny little things Nobody really knows what they think They can wander in any time of day And may not have so much to say but they tell ya how you feeling Just like colors on chameleons And when you think you got them figured out They go and change on you Because songs are funny little things Melodies just run around and make the world sing. 
show up just the way they are with truth, time, and open hearts, and don't require permission for dreaming or for wishing. And all of a sudden, without you knowing, somehow they take you right back to the beginning because songs are funny little things. And every one of them truly are distinct, just like snowflakes and fingerprints, or magicians and their bags of tricks. They exhibit immortality through multiple personalities. And when you don't. Want them to stop? They do. Where'd the music go? Because songs are funny little things.